can't steal second with your foot on first. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Picnic Table Society. I'm Joe Calabro. Got Aaron Williams and Jeff Deck here with me. Um, same as usual. How are you two doing? I'm doing pretty good watching Jeff dance in his seat. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That music is catchy. Dancing to the intro that music. music is catchy, especially with Grateful Mike's voice behind it. Hey, listen, you know what? On that topic, real quick. So, uh, yeah, b- thank you to Grateful Mike um, for his can't steal second with your foot on first. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great saying. Um, I was in, this is years ago. I'm in a meeting. Um, I'm sitting in the back row with my wife, okay? And in like the middle of the meeting, uh, Grateful Mike literally like gets up, comes over to me and he goes, he goes, hey, Joe, I got one for you. <laughs> he's, he's got like a lot of one liners and stuff oh, yeah. like that. And he goes, uh, he goes, you can't steal second with your foot on first. And I was I just started busting out laughing. Like, in the middle of the, I was like, dude, that's great, man. You know, it's got a, it's very uh, applicable to many areas of our lives. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And we're going to have him on as a guest. He's already committed to that. Oh, and yeah. We're going to talk about a lot of his one line as he spoke oh, here two a, years ago. Yeah. And we had uh, Grateful Mike Bing with all of his one-liners on there and every oh, time he said it when he was sharing his story we were crossing them out it was so much fun yeah no that's hilarious mm-hmm. and then also so the music that you were listening that you were dancing to yeah Jeff, yeah mm-hmm. uh, i gotta give a shout out to uh, my homeboy marco for making that for us he made it Very completely nice. from scratch so. hey marco how you doing hey, oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah no no yeah. yeah it was it's awesome though i really appreciate it so it's cool but, good stuff uh, it is it is all right Aaron, what do we got going on So today I thought that we would talk about um, our last bottom. Mm. Um, You know, this is kind of pretty heavy on my chest this morning. I went and uh, I shared my story last night and I realized I did something different last night and I talked more about that bottom and the pain that I was feeling when I hit that bottom. You know, for me, I came down here from North Carolina and I went to rehab, spent 30 days in rehab. I I knew I was cured. Went back to North Carolina, and literally four days later, I relapsed. Um, Ran for 30 more days, and then I came back down here for treatment. And when I walked back into the same treatment center 30 days later, it was different. And I had walked into treatment times before that, and it was like, okay, you know, I I just got to get sober. That's it. That's it. Um, And then life will get better. But this time, I was absolutely broken. Um, and I'll never forget the feeling when I walked into treatment that day. And it was it was just different. And then when they told me that, you know, my stay was like cut in half, I was like, you can't fix me in that amount of time. <laughs> like, you can't fix me. And, um, you know, one step at a time, it, it was just different this time, you know. Um, I'll never forget that night before I came down here and I got sober it still wasn't what I wanted to do. You know, I didn't want to put that bottle down. And literally, I called for help, refusing to put the bottle down, but I just knew it was time to ask for help. And I called my sister, and I asked her to bring me back down to Florida. And like I said, you know, it's kind of what my, my higher power was doing for me, what I could not do for myself, because I had tried to get in the car multiple times before that to go to rehab, and I just could not muster up the courage. You know, and so that's that's really what's on my mind today, and I'd really like to hear... You know what your guys's bottom was the last bottom so cool. what you got for me cool cool oh boy well um 
It was two days before Christmas, January, <laughs> uh, December of 2012, and I was in Jersey with my ex-wife and uh, at her family's house, and I started drinking, and I didn't stop drinking until January 23rd, 2013, and those last couple of days involved a whole bunch of cocaine and marijuana as well, and I was in a terrible hotel at the King's Inn and Arlington Expressway. I do not recommend that hotel. <laughs> and um, I made a call. One of I, those places. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. It, dude, they didn't have a bolt. They had like that little lock on the door that you turn. That was very dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. I put my beer in the tub because there was no fridge and iced it out. So anyway, I woke up. I woke up on January twenty fourth, two thousand thirteen, um, at Stepping Stones, and I was there for thirty days. Got my first white chip. Heard a lot of good things, and went to meetings for about four and a half months. Got a sponsor, and like just totally lied to my sponsor. I wasn't here for the right reasons. I wasn't drinking. Things were getting better at home, and uh, my ex wife went on a navy uh, kind of uh, trip because she was reserve at the time. And uh, she left me home with my son, who was almost two, and her son, who was my stepson at the time. And he was about 11, 12 years old. We also had two dogs, three cats, a guinea pig, and a ferret. So I had a lot of responsibilities at this point. (laughs) And um, I made it about close to a week. And then I bought a 30-pack of beer. I don't remember what it was. And I I, uh, bought a half a pint of E&J, and I swished that E&J in my mouth that night. Easy Jesus. Oh, easy Jesus. Yes. That's <laughs> that's right. Right. Yeah, I have yeah. heard that one Man, before. that's it right there. That's, that's what we should call thing. it. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Easy Jesus. And um, all I know is six days later, I don't remember dressing my son, feeding my son. I don't remember driving him to daycare. There was a dent in the car. There was bottles everywhere inside that car. And I will. I, I remember calling the fire department and sending them away and dropping my son at my neighbor's and my stepson, stealing my wallet so I couldn't use anymore. And I remember that uh, the ex-wife was on the way home from a Navy trip. On the way home from a Navy trip, and which was hard to do, and I took a little drink of Pabst Blue Ribbon, a can. That was my last taste of alcohol, and it was in the cooler for about a week, and there was a hole in it, so it was like half beer, half water. Ooh. Yeah, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. So when that, when that happened, um, I wound up in Shands with three IVs in my arm with three IVs. And when I woke up, there was nobody there. And they told me that everything started to shut down on me. And I can remember being very, very scared. And when I share my story, that was my step one, because that obsession kind of left. Because the last thing on my mind was the night before, I closed the door about midnight and my son was sitting on the floor. And I didn't tell him, I didn't tell my stepson I was leaving. And I can remember him looking at me and he wasn't talking at the time. And it just, I, you know, if alcohol and drugs drove me to doing that, I knew I was done. Yeah. I knew I was done, and I've been done since June 14, 2013. So I thank God for that pain and that remembering that pain of what happened that week. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. What about you, Joe? Oh, boy. Let's see. Um, bottom, huh? Prison. Prison. Oh, no, no, no. No, that was, that was, no prison. No, listen, being incarcerated never, mm-hmm. it never stopped me. Right. Yeah, it's like it just, it just you know, delays the inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> Gives me a little bit of time to, you know, eat and work out and get my weight hydrate. up. Hydrate. You got to like hydrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just get back out there. But uh, no. So for me, I mean, the the bottom that I hit, um, I was actually, you know, I, I had just gotten to a point where I just, you know, just didn't care anymore. You know what I mean? Like I was still, you know, I was I was shooting dope and just, um, you know, it, it really just wasn't working for me anymore. And I, I was actually at a place in my life where I, I was like, 
in the least amount of trouble that I had ever been in. Like I didn't have any like real big legal problems. Like my relationship with my family was, it wasn't great, but it wasn't like, it wasn't at the worst that it had ever been. You know what I mean? Um, I actually still had a job, believe it or not, which is like, you know, mind boggling. And, um, so like things on the outside weren't really as, you know, they were probably as the, the, the best that they ever had been, you know, for quite some time. But on the inside, man, I was just, uh, you know, I was kind of at the end of my rope and I just didn't really, you know, I didn't really know what to do. But my mom, um, (laughs) it's kind of funny. So my, my mom, I guess one of her friends, um, their kid that had, you know, some kind of, I I don't really know the whole story, but like, I guess had some sort of drug or alcohol problem or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, she, uh, they sent their kid to like this Uber, like Catholic rehab down in St. Augustine, Florida. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, so she, you know, she had mentioned it like several times to me to go and stuff like that. And of course I was never interested, but you know, I finally got to a point where I'm just like, you know what? You know, quite honestly, going down to Florida for a little while and hanging out, you know, because I'm thinking, you know, in, in my mind, palm like trees. Well, yeah, that's what you think about Florida. Mm. Not palm like trees. the postcards. No, <laughs> yeah, like, be, you know, white bikinis, sandy beaches, palm trees. women in bikinis all mm-hmm. over. Yeah, like just a big resort. Sure. You know, I mean, the whole state, you know. Or water parks. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because the only, t- you know, previously I had gone to Florida. I was a, oh man, I can't even remember how old I was. I had to have been like, you know, 10, 11, 12. We went to like Disney World, you right. know, for like a week. So it's like, that was my experience. Can't get that out your memory well no it's just like you know that you think of florida as just one big resort right. i think so, of miami and scarface that's yeah. what kind of an addict i am yeah 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 <laughs> so i'm thinking you know it's it might it might not be quite as bad as uh you know whatever so you know i i um my brother and my two brother-in-laws put me in the car i shot my last couple bags of dope they put me in the car Boom, we drive down to Florida. And, uh, of course, by the time we... Now, this is going from New Jersey, okay? Oh, boy, 22 hours. Yeah, this is back in uh, 2009. And, um, yeah, so by the time we got to, like, the Carolinas or whatever... This is all real, you know, hazy for me, too. Like, uh, you know, my my brother-in-laws and my brother, you can ask them, like... They, they they remember this a lot better than I do. <laughs> but I do remember by the time we hit the Carolinas, like I was starting to get real dope sick. Oh, I'm, I'm going through withdrawals and stuff. And it was just, it was bad. But, uh, you know, anyways, you know, so they did, they deposited me, they deposited me at this, um, this, this, I don't even know if you want to call it a rehab. I guess it's a rehab. It's just like a place in the middle of the woods in St. Augustine, Florida. And you like work and pray all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> And, uh, I was, I was really sick and I was really belligerent and I did not, you know, was not cooperative whatsoever. And I made it there. Like I toughed it out for like almost three days and, uh, like they kept get they kept telling me to like, you know, like, Hey buddy, like you got to get up and like, you know, do this stuff with us, like work. And I'm like, you know, I was, you know, me, the, uh, the curse words were flying out of my mouth and stuff like that. And I was just like, yeah, it's not happening. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I'm like, all right, I've had enough of this. I'm going to pack my stuff and leave. So they uh, pack my stuff. They put me in a pickup truck or whatever. And uh, now you cannot have any cell phones or money or like anything at this place. Right? No cigarettes? No, nothing. So I, I literally had nothing. I had like two bags of clothes. So they... <laughs> you they, overreacted. Yeah, so they, yeah. they got on the highway on I-95 and um, they literally pulled over at a gas station, like just a random gas station, like on the side of 95 mm-hmm. and like told me to get out of the truck. You know what I mean? And of course, <laughs> there, was, there was some exchange of cursing going back and forth. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, they, 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 they told me to get out of the truck. This is it. 
So uh, I, I get out and like I'm like this is this is you know I don't know where I am or what I'm doing. I have no money, nothing. I bummed a cigarette off of some guy and I you know, I asked him. I said where where am I? He said you're in Jacksonville, Florida. And I'm like okay. Well, I rem- I kind of vaguely remember driving through you know downtown Jacksonville and seeing these big buildings and stuff like that. And I'm like I, I, you know I'm like all right. So Jacksonville is like a big city. Right. Right. So if I can make it downtown, like you make something shake. Oh, yeah. I can make some moves. <laughs> I can make something happen. And um, so that was my plan. So I asked the guy, I was like, well, how do I get to downtown? He's like, well, dude, you're on I-95. This like you just head north. It runs right into downtown Jacksonville. So I'm like, all right, you know, and I didn't realize how big everything was down here and just spread out and like, <laughs> you know, all this kind of. So I, I literally like I was I was too sick to carry both of my bags with me. So I had to leave one at the gas station and I start walking down 95. I'm just walking. I just walking down the side of the highway. And I mean, I am just I am so like just dope sick. Yeah. It's not even I mean, every bone in my body hurts. I got those, you know, the hot flashes. I'm just like, you know, my I mean, just I'm just terrible. Right. And uh you know, I'm 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 moving at like a snail's pace. I think I'm like trucking it. You know, now, you know, and it's like I'm just not even making that much progress. And uh, you know, eventually, I got to a point where they had this like green, you know, the green exit sign yeah. on the highway. So I can see Jacksonville up there, and I kind of get closer to it, and I can I can see um, in my mind. I'm thinking, okay, this is the exit for downtown Jacksonville. Like I can make it. And I keep getting closer and closer to that sign, and I can finally make it out where it says Jacksonville, 17 miles away. Oh, boy. And that, for me, was my bottom. Right. Like, that was, like, step one. You know, admitted we were powerless over alcohol. Our you lives were defeated, become, man. I really was. Defeated. Dude, like, I'm like, Gave up. I'm like, I, I barely made it the freaking, you know, however many hundreds of feet I yeah. went. There's no <laughs> In way. Hours. 17 miles. Yeah. yeah. This is just not happening. So, uh, as it just so, like, that was, I mean, every ounce of fight just evaporated out of my body right there and um so i look over to the side of me and it just so happens there's that emergency call box i don't even think they have them anymore but back then they had these emergency call boxes on the side of the highway and it was like literally 10 feet away from me and there was a button there for um an ambulance so i'm like i hit the button for the ambulance and i put my duffel bag down on the side of the highway and just laid down and waited for the ambulance to come, like, you know, to come get me, fix me, whatever, you know. And uh, it was funny because, like, state troopers started pulling up and stuff like that. And they come running over to me and they're like, people are, we're getting phone calls saying like, somebody's <laughs> run over on the side of the highway. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I ain't run over. And there was a button on in that call box for the police too, right? Oh, no, there oh, was. Yeah, yeah, you there didn't a, hit that one. No, there was no, a button no, no. for the police and I definitely did not hit that. No. There was a button for the fire department right. and I have no You're not use, on fire. So, I have yeah. no use for yeah. them. But I'm like, the ambulance, I'm like, you never know. Maybe they could come, like, shoot me up with something, you know? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But uh but anyway, so they took me to uh there's a there's a hospital in the south side of Jacksonville called uh Baptist South um hospital. So they took me to the emergency room, like, you know, got me pumped up with IV flow. Like I was in rough shape, you know. And um so, you know, from there I just, you know, wound up going to um uh, into a, there's a, a rehab in Jacksonville called Gateway. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up going into, you know, to the Gateway Detox and um, going into the Gateway program and stuff like that. But anyways, so that was my, that was my bottom, though. It was just like, right. I, I mean, I was just completely toast, man. Like, it just, it was one of those moments where it's just like, you feel so defeated. Like, you know, just, I mean, not, you know, I, I was, yeah, I was sick physically, 
but just like emotionally and spiritually. I mean, I was just like, that absolutely broke me. You know, when I saw that sign saying 17, it's like I was so determined to make it right. to downtown Jacksonville. You know what I mean? And it's like, I saw 17 miles and I'm just like, oh. That's it. And see, that's what I hear. The rap, man. That's what I hear between the three of us, like. And that's what I love about the program is no matter how different the story is of our everybody's bottom, the same thing that we all have is that pain that we felt that last time. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's right. always the same for everyone. And it's like the way I always explain it is, you know, in my active addiction, I always thought of myself in this hole. And I just kept digging the hole deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And then, you know, around the time where I'm ready to give up, it's like I'm looking up and there's no way out of this hole. Like, I've I've tried so many different ways to get out of this hole, you know, and that's that's our controlled drinking. We try to switch to this and that. Or maybe I just need to go to college. Maybe I just need a a new job, et cetera, et cetera. Always something exterior, right? Right, right. It's going to help me out of this hole. But at the end of it, it's like, you know, I, I give up. Everything that I'm doing can't get me out of this hole. Like, I'm just going to sit here and give up. And that's exactly how I felt that day when I got sober. And it's like, that's why it's a we program. You know what I mean? Like, because everything Aaron was doing <laughs> just kept getting Aaron deeper in that hole. Oh, yeah. that's right. And, you know, I want to read something real quick that uh, it says in the 12 and 12 of step one. It says that uh, people will since few people will sincerely try to practice the A program unless they have hit bottom now here's my thing with that i i kind of um i know bill w wrote that book and everything but how about you guys have you guys had other bottoms and why didn't it work after that bottom now for me that was the worst possible thing that ever happened to me looking at my son and walking out that door you know that that memory is ingrained in there however there are other times before i got clean and sober this time where man this is the last time man that was the worst thing i ever did Man, I yelled at my mother and I robbed my my mother and I robbed my brother and I, I took yeah. and I, I swore off alcohol for yeah. good. So I've had all these bottoms, all these bottoms. But this bottom was different, in my opinion, because guess what? You actually got here and started working the steps right. and tried to have a relationship well, with God. I, you know, I mean, like you know, I've had like a zillion of those kind of you know little bottoms. I guess that you were right. you know, talking about all these things that happen, and I'm just like, oh God, you know, I'm I'm done, I'm done, I'm not right. going to do this ever again. And, um, you know, I, but, but in the back of my mind, I guess I always had like that master plan, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm going to just somehow sure. reservations reservation. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have that, you have that, like, just, it's like something inside like your soul mm-hmm. where you just know, like, I'm going to figure things out on right. my own. Yep. Like I don't right. need anybody else's like direction or help. I got this. And that's exactly. why we need each other. That. Yeah. Right. But that moment for me on the side of the highway like mm. that was gone, man. Oh, yeah. Like I just officially was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm toast, man. I'm done. I'm toast. You're done. I have the I, same I just, feeling. That's you know, fantastic. And it was have that feeling. And it wasn't like you know, I, it wasn't like I'm sitting there thinking like I'm never going to drink or drug again. Mm-hmm. It was just like I am done. Mm-hmm. Like right. with every, like I just, I'm toast. And there's no way I, I can't explain it any other way. Like absolutely. <laughs> and see, the last thing that I want to say about this topic is, you know, with. With my alcoholism, like, that's why today I am proud to be an alcoholic is because all those other little bottoms, I mean, I had went to jail, I, you know, thinking that would stop me. Oh, I'm never going to do it again. And, you know, different scenarios. I've been arrested, I don't know how many times. And it's like, because of all those other little small bottoms, I was able to find my final bottom, like my last bottom. And I hear people say that all the time, you mm-hmm. know, like, thank God for 
the drugs and the alcohol because I finally hit bottom. Right. Right. Well, I guess it, you know, it just takes what it takes for everybody. Absolutely. There's that saying, you know, it takes what it takes and, you know, everybody's different. And then there's, there's the, the one guy, I'll never forget it, dude. There's this one meeting I used to go to and this, this older gentleman used to talk about his, uh, you know, his bottom. And I guess, you know, he's, you know, relatively wealthy or whatever, lived in a really nice area of town and he had a Rolls Royce and he would literally, (laughs) his bottom was like in his driveway, sitting in the back seat of his Rolls Royce, like drinking. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How wow, lonely is exactly. that? How lonely is that? No, I know, yeah, but it's like exactly. it's crazy to think about like all the shit yeah. we've been through in our lives. Right. It's like some guy hit his like compl- and the guy, I mean, we're talking about a guy who, you know, when I knew him was sober for, you know, I don't know, 30 some odd years or something like that. So some guy who completely hit bottom in the backseat of a Rolls Royce. I mean, it's, it's right. hilarious. Well, I'll end with this. What I find very, very cool about this is that um, we don't need to hit a bottom to get clean and sober. So if you're out there listening, you know, if you think it's time, give it a shot because, we, you know, you don't need to, to put yourself through as much pain as Aaron Joe and myself did to get here. There are so many people that we all know that just came here because, hey, man, it's getting out of control and I don't want to experience loss of wife or loss of job or loss of these things. Yeah. I don't, you know, they haven't hit that bottom that we have, but it doesn't matter. We all have different bottoms. Well, yeah, yeah. You bring up an interesting point because I do know uh, some people that have like, you know, come into like, you know, whether it's alcoholics, anonymous, narcotics, not whatever it is, yeah. some sort of support group or whatever. And yeah, they hadn't really hit like that sort of quote unquote bottom yeah. that a lot of us experience, but then they, you know, they kind of stick around here for a little bit. And then they, um, then they do hit that sort of right. Yeah, yeah. They right. kind of just, they just, they kind of figure it out. Yeah, it could like, be. Emo- I really and can't that's do the steps, the emotional step work yeah. that goes with it, and finding out who experience. we really are. Right. Yeah. yeah. I and needed it, to be beat to a pulp. But. Man, and that's why. <laughs> listen, I, I love the saying "keep coming back," but the saying I love more is "stay." So even if you don't think you've hit your bottom, just stay for a little bit. Just yeah. stay yep. and, and, and see what happens. It's miracles around here. It's not going to hurt you. No, it's not going to hurt. And that's the thing. Exactly, it won't hurt you. What'll hurt you is what you were doing before you walked into the room. Right. Yeah. What is it they say that um, like after so long, after like three months, if it's not working? And we'll give you a refund. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> refund your misery. There that's you go, refund your misery. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. It pretty much only costs a dollar a day, and if you ain't got a dollar, that's okay as well, right? Did you ever hear the stories of? I've never actually like seen this personally, but I've always heard people talk about like some bars out there that will like if you come in oh, there yeah. and you give them your white ship, mm-hmm. they'll actually give you like a free drink. You know what I mean? <laughs> Isn't that, don't they do that at the beach at that popular I bar? I, man, I don't, I don't know. know. I've heard about that. I just never really seen it. You okay. know what I mean? Well, we're gonna have to find one and get that guy who owns that bar on the show and oh, ask th- him what he's thinking. I th- personally, <laughs> I think it's hilarious, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. There's probably a lot of people listening that are like, "Oh my god, that's terrible." Yeah, we'll never tell you guys the name of that bar out there. By the way, <laughs> like yeah, but I just I've heard it though. I think it's it's pretty comical, right? Right. Yeah, right. You talk about refund your misery. That just kind of popped into my head. Like you know, you go to AA, get a white ship, and then you just go cash it in for a free <laughs> beer you know <laughs> man i wonder if there's somebody out there who has that junkie stunt yeah down pat imagine that i don't know but I, I know for a fact i can walk over to the meeting hall and take like a whole stack of white chips oh, yeah. and just go like you know what i mean <laughs> Never thought about you, that. i know it's funny oh right? my goodness you're uh, such an alcoholic all right well i guess you know now now we've gotten to the point where it's just pure silliness and we need to get going so <laughs> <laughs> that was fun
All right. Well, awesome. Well, hey, you know, thank you, um, Aaron. Thank you, Jeff, just as always. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We got more episodes coming. Uh, we are officially up on, check us out on our website, picnictablesociety.com. Um, all of our episodes are on there. Plus, you've got your links to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that kind of stuff. So we appreciate everybody for listening. Remember for to support. follow it on those things, too. Click the follow button for yes. us, guys. Thank please, you. Please, yes, please, click, please. Click the follow button. And um, hey, we appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next time. All right. Take care.